to another episode of the Black Jazz Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. My lap mom. Furnace is back, baby. Back. Mm. Late night edition. <laughs> oh, they don't know that. Maybe get a late night, a late night topic. No, 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 not today. Not today. There are a few available. <laughs> yeah. Nah, let's go, let's go. Maybe we could have, nah, there's too much to talk about today. Can't even be joking around. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I really wish we could we could record two episodes today because there's just so much on my heart. What? It's not enough time. It's not enough time. Well, let's, let's see how we go. Let's see how we go. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Cool. So, who's in the hot seat today? I believe it's just myself. Hey, perfect. <laughs> I was like, perfect, you know. Okay. Alright, can I go first? Yeah, go for it. Stress. Okay. I'm not clamoring to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, not a hard question today. Um, Abraham and Isaac. Mm. So Abraham was going to um, sacrifice Isaac because God told him to. Yeah. If if Abraham had actually gone through and killed Isaac, even though God had said don't do it, would that have been held against Abraham, or would God have been like, ah, it's all right, I can bring him back anyway? Let's are you referring to? Are you referring to? So after the. Abraham did not lay a hand on the boy. There's a ram. Abraham's still like, nah, I got this. Or, or, let's, say, or let's say, like, God said, um, Abraham stopped, but then it was so much like, force in the thing that he yeah. couldn't stop it. Like, he had already like, gone like halfway through his neck. Or maybe, or maybe, like, because it was a command that was different from what God had said originally, God was like, nah, this can't be God because like, God told me to sacrifice my son. So, okay, so. That last option, I would I would debate against because I would then say, up until that point, human sacrifice to God was not established or, or was not um, was not there was no precedent for it. Yeah. So that would have been the the, the point where he's like, yeah, this isn't from God, as opposed to <laughs> now that he's going to kill this, like, no, 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 God wants me to kill this boy, I'll kill him. Um, <laughs> but with regards to you know the initial as the initial part of the question being um, he had maybe started to go through it or slip of the knife, you know, yeah, the, the the knife was on the downswing and it was too late. I think God can still intervene there. Oh, not can God can do whatever, but I think God would still intervene there because the heart, from what we know, the test was one of obedience, and so if out of obedience he ended up you know going for the downswing and was too slow to react or you know whatever i think god would still intervene and, and still uh raise him from the dead because like i said from what we do know the test was just of obedience and abraham would still have obeyed so i think in those in those aspects he still he still would have um intervened if it was a matter of um like uh i, I don't know for whatever reason he still chose to kill Isaac having you know having been told no or just choosing to do so out of his own thing in disobedience I think it would have been you know I think that's free will I think it would have been a similar situation to Adam and Eve choosing to eat of the tree choosing to disobey where his sin would have been you know it would have been sin and it would have cost him as it costed as it costed them okay I'm happy yeah Yeah. yeah. All right. So my cool. question, mm. my question is very straightforward. Um, so, in contrast to my not straightforward question last week, yeah. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> Jesus is God. Yes? <laughs> yes. That's not the question. That's not the question. But my question is, can you get into heaven not believing Jesus is God? Can you get to heaven not believing Jesus is God? Yes. Um, you feel like I've been locked out of heaven. You <laughs> just see Peter's face right now. <laughs> um, so, so the the only way into heaven is, um, or, or the good news, the gospel as we believe it, is that Christ died for our sins, mm-hmm. was resurrected, yes, um, and um, has ascended to you know, to his his sacrifice was acceptable. We yes. are justified. All of that jazz. If you don't believe Christ is God, can you believe that his death sufficed for our, to, to cleanse our sin? That's or can you, can you truly believe that mm-hmm. without that knowledge or without that understanding? Um, I think, I, actually, you know, I think I'll, I'll ask a different question. You can't say that Christ is God without the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's biblical that one cannot say it without the Holy Spirit. And thus, if you don't believe that Christ is God, then you don't have the Holy Spirit. Do you need the Holy Spirit to get into heaven? Well, if Christ is, uh, when Christ knocks on the door and you're open, he comes in and dwells with you. I believe that's when the Holy Spirit and, and you know, embodies or comes in and you gain, you gain life. So if you don't have the Holy Spirit and you can't say that Christ is God, then... Or rather, if you haven't accepted Christ and you haven't got the Holy Spirit in you, then by virtue of you're not accepting Christ, you wouldn't be in heaven. And if you can't say that or you don't believe that Christ is God, then that's evidence of not having the Holy Spirit. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit, I presume that you haven't then accepted Christ. And if you haven't accepted Christ, then you can't get into heaven. So that's my... (laughs) That's going to be my train of thought. answer. Well, because I can't just say no, I have to give a reason as to why. Yes, one hundred. Yeah. So yeah, that's no, that's why I think I think it would be the case. So you believe that without believing that Jesus is God, mm. you haven't received the Holy Spirit, because you can only really see well, so, Jesus as He fully is by revelation of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. So, so if you don't have that revelation then arguably you don't have the Holy Spirit. Arguably, which is which I think is the operative word because mm. it could be a maturity. It could be that you don't understand that it is a mystery, that God is uh, the Holy Spirit. But when I say um, you can't say it, I'm almost trying to say then that you don't believe it or you think Christ was not God, mm. if that makes sense. So it's, it's, it's the opposite end of that spectrum where yes. you are saying that Christ is not God and I don't think you can say Christ is not God and have the Holy Spirit. You don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't have Christ. You know, if you don't have Christ, you're not getting to heaven anyway. So, then my follow-up question, mm. not question per se, but just clarification, mm. would be, so Jehovah Witnesses don't believe that Jesus is God. We'll see them in hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's not for me. That's not for me to decide. So, yeah okay okay i'll let you finish the follow-up so yeah that's so so it's almost like there's different denominations and different trains of thought that still to some degree believe that their rightness with god is based so is based primarily on jesus so i know that with 
Jehovah Witnesses, they almost believe that Jesus is the entry point, but they still need to do the good works that will qualify them to get into heaven. Yeah. Um, and I believe that Mormons is, is some, somewhat similar, and um, Seventh-day Adventists may be the same, but there are different subsections and denominations of Christianity that hold, is, is, they don't see that Jesus' work has been complete in this crucifixion, they almost present that we need to do something as well. Mm. Um, and so it, the, the thought process is almost, if we believe that Jesus is God, and that is one fundamental difference between Christianity and Islam, mm. they believe that Jesus is, is, mm. a, is a prophet. Mm. Um, like, taking Islam out, if you believe that Jesus has died for you, mm but you don't believe that he is God. And so mm. basically his death is somewhat deficient in, in like totally justifying you before God. Mm. Is there still a possibility if you get into heaven? Now, obviously okay. we don't know because we're not God. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. What we, do, what we do know is that what gets entry into heaven is an acceptance of that sacrifice for yourself. Or a belief of that sacrifice for yourself, believing that Christ died and by his blood your sins are washed away, you're justified before God in Christ. Um, as you said, we don't know, and it would only be God that's able to judge the the heart posture of the person yes. in relation to their belief of that fact. So mm -hmm. the 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 linchpin of the argument is that Christ has died for you by his death. Your sins are, are justifi justifiably forgiven. Um, if you can, if, if God can weigh our hearts and see that we do believe that with a misunderstanding, with an immaturity, with an inability to, you know, or, or not inability, but with a failure of having steadied our text probably to see that Christ is God, but we do believe that aspect of the gospel, then I think it would just be an immaturity. It would just be, unfortunately, there's going to be loads of people. We don't have perfect doctrine. So there'll yes. be loads of people with imperfect doctrine that would get to heaven and say, oh, so I could have been operating in the gift of the spirit, but because of my man, I thought it was only for the disciples. Oh, no. But I mean, I'm still in heaven, if that makes sense. Hey, yes. We still made oh, it. Oh, oh, all, those, all those things. So, I actually maybe would run it back a little bit and say, I think the linchpin is the, the, the death and resurrection and what that means with regards to our sin. Mm. Everything else will come from a maturity, a steady. And unfortunately, if you're in a church that doesn't even believe it, you mentioned Jehovah Witness. I think uh, I've heard that even some, some of the more popular, uh, very, very popular Christian organizations uh, might not necessarily believe that Christ is God. I don't want to call names because I haven't verified this, but yes, no, no. You, you might be surprised. Call a name, then, call a name and then apologize later if you're wrong. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Let's let's all just wait on God's house, you know, um, and, and we'll see what, what happens. But um, I, do, I do think that the more important thing that gets you into heaven is believing that Christ has died for your sins understanding that and seeing you know an appreciation of that everything else i think will come with the holy spirit showing you where the assertion is made that christ is not god 
and you are standing firm on that, then I then believe that that's doctrines of demons, or I think that's that's a dangerous place to be. But still, it could be that God can look at your heart and just say, you didn't study enough, or, or whatever, if that makes sense. You, yeah. you didn't you didn't have good doctrine, you didn't come to your Bible. And unfortunately, there will be a lot of people in heaven, I believe, that will be of that, you know, in that, in that situation. However, I think... Um, those that do believe in Christ's death will get to heaven. Those that believe in Christ's deity have had that revealed to them by the Spirit. Okay. Yeah. 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 And just to give kind of context. Mm. Um, so I think last week I mentioned that I don't believe like our theology quote-unquote theology is what saves us um mm. like mm. you can have bad theology and still make it into heaven yeah um it is basically like the person and work of jesus but the question still then remains like what is the bare minimum if that mm. makes sense mm. and the bare minimum is still a theological question um mm. so yeah i've been wrestling through that this week so i thought i'd throw the curveball in as well you know what i feel like the bare minimum is just like believing in jesus like i just think to like the story of like the crucifixion and then and then that, that prisoner saying remember me and jesus would be like you're gonna be with me in paradise today and like mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> he must be like oh swear down it's a great film <laughs> so like there wasn't there wasn't that there wasn't time for like that that like process. Not to say that that's the way we should we should go about our our, our walk, mm. but I don't think yeah. it's as complicated as where we're sometimes made felt to believe it is. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It's just it's interesting what everything else that starts to get added in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like let's keep what's of first importance or first importance. Exactly. Um. And it's Christ and what he has done, as opposed to, oh, no, you can't speak in tongues anymore because I don't think you should. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. That was a sliding. If anyone has read this book, you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into it. We are going to get cancelled today. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so there are two things I wanted to talk about today, but I think this one's more important. Ah. Let's see if we can do both. Let's see if we can do both. This might, this might be a longer episode. Mm. <laughs> so, yesterday, I sent you guys a YouTube video. Oh, yes. snap. I still haven't watched it. Don't worry, it's fine. Don't, don't, it's fine. don't, don't worry. Uh, cool. We're going to go into it. Uh, we're going to go into it. But I need to have watched it for myself. Isn't oh, it? no, no. Oh, 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 oh no. We're gonna, um, I'm going to go through the manifesto, which is what oh, the video was based on. Oh, nah. Peter. <laughs> You're going to love <laughs> <All right>. this. <laughs> Okay, so um, actually, like, actually, like, read read their manifesto like earlier in the week, and I thought Ooh. I thought it was interesting to say the least. Okay, but you know, yeah, as, you're about to get us cancelled, fam. That's <laughs> you know, that's as a, a guy, as a guy, there's only certain things you can say in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is interesting. As as a cisgender male, there's only so many things I can say. So what's cisgender? A straight a straight male. Is, is that what they're calling it? Like cisgender? Yes. Is that cis as in like cis, C-Y-S-T? No, C-I-S. 
YCIS. Like, Sorry. you know, uh, I think it's, well, like, you know, it, it was, it's, it's the biology where you can have like a cis form of something and a, and the other form of something. I'm, I remember it from, 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 from biology. I uh, think. Okay. So yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm just lost. Yeah. Yeah. So earlier this week I was, I don't know. I think I was, I was watching something and reading some comments and people were talking about if people like really understood what black, 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 black lives matter. The movement is about. Mm. So I was like, Oh, let me go see. Let me go read what I'm going with the situation. Mm. So I'm, um, I'm going to, I want us to read through the, what we believe page for black lives matter yes all right cool and and i want us to look at it in the lens of christians as we are okay and based on what they say they believe in okay should we as christians stand alongside the movement based on what they say they believe in okay and just just uh just quickly what website is this from because i know is it black, black lives matter blacklivesmatters.com forward slash what hyphen we hyphen believe okay because i also know there's one that's been like uh copyrighted or something by some white guy as well oh, no, no no this one is co-founded by three black women okay all right let's shout, go shout out to the queens yo after this bro oh yeah but um, but before we start, um, I sent the guys a video yesterday um, by John McCarthy. <laughs> yep. And he ended it by saying that the Black Lives Matter movement is from the devil. Fam, it's satanic. Satanic. Right. That, was his, that was his phraseology. Satanic. <laughs> it was so funny. All right, let's go. Okay, so let's read it. What we, so, yeah, so, so we're just going to read the whole thing. If anyone wants to jump in at any time with any thoughts, please do. Okay? Mm. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Four years ago, what is now known as the Black Lives Matter Global Network began to organize. It started out as a chapter-based, member-led organization whose mission was to build local power and to intervene when violence was inflicted on black communities by the state and vigilantes. They mean white people. (laughs) In the years since, we've committed to struggling together and to imagining and creating a world free of anti-blackness where every black person has the social, economic, and political power to thrive. Any qualms there? No, not thus far. Okay. Okay. Black Lives Matter began as a call to action in response to the state-sanctioned violence and and anti-black racism. Our intention from the very beginning was to connect black people from all over the world who have a shared desire for justice to act together in their communities. The impetus for this commitment was, and still is, the rampant and deliberate violence inflicted on us by the state. Enraged by the death of Trayvon Martin and the subsequent acquittal of his killer, George Zimmerman, and inspired by the 31 takeover of Florida State Capitol by Power U and uh, Dream Defenders, we took to the streets. A year later, we set out together on the Black Lives Matter Freedom Ride to Ferguson in search of justice for Mike Brown and all those who have been torn apart by state-sanctioned violence and anti-black racism. Forever changed, we returned home and began to build the infrastructure for the Black Lives Matter Global Network, which, even in its infancy, has become a political home for many. Ferguson helped to catalyze a movement to which we've all helped give life. Organizers who call this network home have ousted anti-black politicians, one critical legislation that benefit black lives and change the terms of the debate on blackness around the world. 
through movement and building relationships and relationship building, we have also helped catalyze other movements and shift the culture with an eye towards the dangerous impact of anti-blackness. Cool. These are the results of our collective efforts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, Black Lives Matter Global Network is, a, is, is as powerful as it is because of our membership, our partners, our support, our staff, and you. Our continued commitment to liberation for all black people means we are continuing the work of our ancestors and fighting for our collective freedom because it is our duty. Every day, we recommit to healing us, ourselves and each other and to co-creating alongside comrades, allies, and the family, and family a culture where each person feels seen, heard, and supported. Cool. Now, we're going to go into the good stuff. Yeah. I just don't want to be said that I misquoted anyone, so I'm just reading it word for word verbatim things. So we acknowledge, respect, and celebrate differences and commonalities. We work vigorously for freedom and justice for black people and by extension, all people. We intentionally build and nurture a beloved community that is bonded together through a beautiful struggle that is restorative, not depletive. We are unapologetically unapologet black in our positioning. In affirming that Black Lives Matters, we do not we need not qualify our position. To love and desire freedom and justice for ourselves is a prerequisite for wanting the same for others. We see others as part of the global black family and we are aware of the different ways we are impacted or privileged as black people who exist in different parts of the world. We are guided by the fact that all black lives matter regardless of actual or perceived sexual identity, gender identity, gender expression, economic status, ability, disability, religious beliefs or disbeliefs, immigration status or location. Wow. For me, that was the first interesting thing. Like, um, I felt like the order of, of things they put their list in was interesting and quite telling. Um, so again, they said, um, regardless of actual or perceived sexual identity, gender identity, gender expression, three things that are at the forefront of the world today. Economic status, ability, disability, religious beliefs and all disbeliefs, immigration status or location. Should start to wear religious beliefs from. We make space for transgender brothers and sisters to participate and lead. We are self-reflexive and do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folks, especially black trans women who continue to be disproportionately impacted by the trans antagonistic violence. We build a space that affirms black women and is free from sexism, misogyny, and the environments in which men are centered. Because patriarchy. <laughs> we practice empathy. We engage comrades with the intent to learn about and connect with their contexts. We make spaces family friendly and enable parents to fully participate with their children. We dismantle the patri there we go, there we go, the patriarchal. He was coming. We dismantle the patriarchal practice that requires mothers to work double shifts so that they can mother in private, even as they participate in public justice work. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure required by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children, to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. No fathers do. We foster a queer affirming network. When we gather, we do so with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormative thinking, or rather the belief that all in the world are heterosexual, unless she, he, or they disclose otherwise. We are 
cultivate we cultivate an intergenerational and communal network free from ageism. We believe that all people, regardless of age, show up with the capacity to lead and learn. We embody and practice justice, liberation, and peace in our engagements with one another. The end. Mm. <laughs> you know, reading that, I couldn't tell that this came about because a police officer shot a black man or like a white man shot a black man. Mm. I think, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if you've got any questions to lead us into, but... I've, well, not so much a question, maybe, well, 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 I posed the question at the beginning. As Christians. Yeah, as Christians, based on what they say that they believe and stand for, is this a movement that we as Christians should stand with? So I think, interestingly enough, last week, my question to, no, not last week, I think it was the week before, my question to you, Robert, was whether or not there will be separate standards for Christians and for those in the world. Mm. Do, you, do you remember yes. uh, I asked that and I think here we see at least in my opinion reading it I see that because um, what what we what we get from that whole manifesto or what, what they believe is evidence of something that's continuously evolved where like you said you know the, the first the first incident they mentioned was Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman Right, where the you know in in unjust killing of a black person was treated differently than one would normally expect by virtue of you know the, quite literally being probably because of the color of their skin, um, and that's where it started. But as it's gone on, it's been like oh yeah, so we have to also account for this group and that group and that group all within the black community. So what I see is the world trying to govern the world. Like I don't see this as a I don't see this as a Christian manifesto. I see this as a secular manifesto for a secular community. And that's why I was asking is there different standards? I'm fine with this being how y'all govern yourselves. The way I react with it will always be from a biblical perspective. Is this Christian by no means can I say it's Christian. But do I think it's applicable to your secular circles? I think it's the best you guys can do and will continue be continually be improved upon because you guys won't have anything perfect, unlike Christ was able to do, or like God was able to do first with the Ten Commandments, which can then be expanded into over 300, and then narrowed down to two, love God and love your neighbor. And so that's why for me, it's like... I'm happy for those two distincts to exist because there's a group of people that will always have bigger problems than the problems they're facing because they don't know who God is, but they also need governance. Okay, the, the maybe a better question would be so. Wait, 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 wait. What's uh, what's Mo's view? Because yeah, <laughs> he kind of looks a bit. <laughs> no, I my my perspective is very similar to the peers, um, in that we are by nature broken and so anything that we can come up with at best is going to be broken Mm, mm. and if 
we are coming up with something that is not governed by the work of God, by the word of God, then we cannot expect it to reflect God's nature. Mm. And we can't hold it to that standard. Now, but that doesn't particularly relate to your initial question as from the perspective of Christians, us being Christians, is this something that we can stand by? Mm. Um, because there has been like almost like a pressure for like people to to, to to like come out and say, you know, we stand with Black Lives Matter. Da, 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 da. Mm. But like, but like, based on what they've said, Black Lives Matter is as Christians. Is this something that we should say? Yes, we stand with Black Lives Matter. This, not so much the concept, but the organization. Mm. I would argue yes, mm. um, and the reason that I would argue yes is that, like, removing their terminology, their phrases and stuff like that, the underlying notion of, like, all black, all lives matter, firstly, but more specifically, all black lives matter, irrespective of your sexuality, of how you choose to live life, your life still matters. Now, infrastructurally and all of them things there, that's, that's, that makes it a bit more tricky but I think, so um, there's, a, there's a book that I went through that was really impactful, um, Sisters in the Wilderness by a black theologian, female called uh, William Dolores. And she shares similar thoughts. Um, so she shares, she shares from the perspective of the black, race is oppressed um but unfortunately the black female is oppressed within that oppressed system so the black male will go to work and get oppressed by the man quote unquote and then come back home and take his frustration out on the woman and so even within the oppressed community and this this is a general statement but there's like different instances where the black female is being oppressed even within the black community and so there's talks of like um, the the church police in the female body. Um, now some people may argue, no, you need to dress righteousness, blah blah blah, this and that. But there's there's a reality in which um, some people cling on to um, Corinthians and say women shouldn't wear trousers or women should wrap their head or whatever. And it's like they've they've termed it as like the church policing the fe- the black female body or policing the black body. Um, and so I say all of this to just say that these, like even Christians are fighting for the recognition or people, Christians have been fighting for the recognition of these people as humans and see, seeing their rights and recognizing their, their oppression and saying this shouldn't be so. But if we're working, if we're trying to work towards a, if we're trying to work towards the land being just, it shouldn't just be just for Christians. It should be just for everyone, irrespective of your gender, irrespective of your sexuality, irrespective of however you choose to live your life. The world should be just for you. And this kind of falls un- under that. And it's like this is the way that they have perceived it being right for them to pursue it. Doesn't necessarily mean that as Christians, I can't I can't stand behind it because the, 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 
notion behind it is something that I, I wholeheartedly agree with. Um, so yeah, it's, and it's almost like, do I then come in and tell them, no, nah, you need to change this. You need to change that. It's almost me adding to the oppression from the patriarchal perspective. No, nah, we need to fix this up. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Personally, I don't know if I can vibe with it. <laughs> Just because the the world that they are trying to make, even if they're even if like their intentions are good, they're saying this system is not good. Like the way black black people are oppressed is not good. Mm-hmm. Like the system that they're trying to replace it with, it's broken. I don't see it as being any better than the one they're trying to break down for different reasons. You know, mm. it seems like there is, um, well, one thing I find interesting that the, even, even though the movement was started as a result of the death and the exposure of like black men, mm. um, in their manifesto, like, black men and black fathers are kind of like erased and um, like I feel like that erasure of men is no better than the complaints people are having about like the oppression of women it it feels like they're not trying to work towards a balance it's we want women all the way up here. You guys can stay down there because, like, you guys have had your time. I, I think, I think it, I think what you raise further goes to prove um, what I think Moses uh, actually articulated very well in that when you are broken trying to present something that's outside of the only thing that's whole, which is God everything else you present will be broken. And I think what you're noting there is a swinging of the pendulum to the other end Mm. where it's like, yeah, 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 we've had men all this time. And so we are going to remove the, 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 we're going to swing to the other way. And like, nah, no more men, now women, regardless of it being, no, there was an abuse or there's been an abuse of the position of men. We need to correct that and then correct the recognition of the position of women. It's now, nah, you've been there, we're taking it down. It's women all the way. Now, I think that it will always be broken, regardless. If it's not of God, it will always be broken. And if it's not of God, it will always it will always evolve and transmute because there will be until there is perfection, there is not. And so what I envision is later on, you know, for eventually it will include those that want to, I mean, it probably kind of does, those that want to identify as genderless aliens or refrigerators or whatever, you know, and they'll have to edit it to include that because the the landscape's changes again and we are progressive and whatnot. So I think, as, as Mo said, and as I said initially, that it's more so until you've got God, there will there's also a need for or other christians should also be concerned with ensuring that people are okay like i think of the five thousand, i think of the three thousand that came to see christ and and that christ was concerned for 
99% sure that not all of them came for the right reasons. 99% sure that not all of them were good. And even if all of them were good, 99% sure that part of them were also those that were screaming, crucify him, crucify him. And yet still, Christ was concerned for all of them, regardless. It was There was no caveat as to, oh yes, they've come and they've stayed, but have they taken the word? Have they changed their hearts? Have they repented their sins? There was none of that. It was just, these are people, people going home that might faint because they've been here too long, listening to the word or waiting for a miracle or just wanting to see the hype. It was, these are people that, are potentially suffering that could you know suffer more we need to take care of them and so i think the christians um scope should not just be those that fall in line with the christian viewpoint but humanity in general now our highest priority will always be bringing you to the uh, living waters but for those that don't want to come that doesn't mean that we share you know shun you to the wayside oh no oh, no yeah yeah i'm not saying and, and that's like... why that's why i think it's fine. <laughs> like, that's why I think it's fair enough. This is what you guys can do. At the end of the day, this isn't going to be better than my response to you because my response to you will be biblical. At least it should be biblical. But if this is the best you guys can do, then go ahead. That makes sense. And it's not necessarily, I think for me, my, my departure point is where it, it crosses into black supremacy, which it kind of, kind of has crossed into like, feminist movement wanting to replace the position of the man with a woman but again it's sort of like i can see it's a response to it's a swinging of the pendulum to the other side and so there's still a compassion there there's still an understanding as to what's really going on as opposed to where it becomes a evil assertion if that makes sense yeah 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 i think i think it's it's, it's, it is tricky to navigate. Mm. Um, it is tricky to navigate because it's almost if I, and I think this is this is where it's like there's almost seen as it there's there's a notion of if I stand with you then I stand with you all the way. Yeah, there's no room um, for doing. There's no room for like I stand with you on these points. There's mm. there are some disagreements here. But I stand with you on these points. Few paragraphs. Um, yeah. It's like this line, I'll circle this one, that one, that one. And also it's like even within the um even within I can almost assure you that even within the Black Lives Movement camp, like people in there, there may be some disagreements with certain points. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, those within that camp. They've presented this united front but their voices may not necessarily be entirely unanimous. Yeah. Um, the same way as like Christians may say, I'm Calvin, I'm, I'm a Calvinist, but Calvinist has, has started to has, um, mean something totally different to different people. Mm. Um, I'm, even I'm a Christian means totally different things to different people. Yeah. And so they may not be a unified um, narrative or voice coming from them. And so, I may agree to a certain point, but not agree with different points. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily feel that takes away from my agreement with the movement rather than the subtle nuances with which they're pursuing what they're going about. Mm. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's, it, is, it is a bit of a tricky one, um, as we keep saying, um, because this, their work has a lot of relevance, um, not so just because say- of the time that we're in. Yeah. So, so, so would you say that the 
foundation of why they're doing this isn't important as long as the outcome is a positive one. No, 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 no. I think for, from a Christian perspective, I think the foundation is the most important. Because mm-hmm. Christ was like, unless you build on a rock, like anything can come and knock it down. And I, I do believe that the fundamental notion, um, yeah, the fundamental notion of what they're doing is something that I vibes with. Um, it's like the riots, not, not the riots, but the protests. Some people may agree with the protests, but disagree with the riots. And so they, even though they understand the sentiments and the hurt and the frustration that kind of fueled the riots, but it's like, we agree with this action. We don't agree with this. But, and there are some people who have almost tarnished the, the protests because of the riots without making that distinction, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, for me, one one thing that comes out of this is the word progression or progressive, and what we are progressing from. If that makes what sense. We're progressing to. What we're progressing to. So, a lot of this cisgender, trans mutation, mighty morphin power ranger stuff is like. It's, it's this idea uh, yeah, that come we, <laughs> come we home. To, I want to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex. We quite literally, you know, and, and apparently I need to respect that and refer to you as prehistoric it's or something. It's like it's it's this idea that should not tradition, but what's yeah tradition, I guess. What is normal? Like what's what's been. accepted? What's, like what's been, been is wrong, and we need to move away from it. And I think it's one of these things where, again, it's a swinging of the pendulum. Yes, we moved away from not boiling water and going to fetch water in every river stream that's nearby. We progressed away from that, yes. But we've got to the point now where we're progressing away from XX and XY chromosomes being the definition of your your sex to I want to be this or I want to be that. And it's like, someone said, uh, no, not even someone, Ravi Zacharias said, we have educated ourselves into lunacy. We've gone so far. It's like, now we're just coming up with whatever. And I think what that's always going to be society's plight. And that's the interesting thing with Christianity. And well, maybe actually, to be, to be completely fair, with some of the fundamental religious movements is we are always trying to go back to it's the, it's the interesting thing about the word repent is return to the top return to the we're always sort of moving to the state of adam and eve in a garden free union with god we've we've actually progressed past that because now god resides within us as opposed to having to come and walk with us but the idea is always we're going back to the text we're going back to perfection because perfection is perfection and I think where the world has removed that and instead of starting with someone saying, let there be light, we start with there was nothing and then there was light. We'll always progress towards nothing. We'll always progress towards the next the next thing. And unfortunately, that's not just in technology or not just in things that actually benefit us. It's also in philosophies and in the way that we treat one another and in the way that we interact with with, with society. And so uh, one, one thing I was even going to say with the Black Lives Matter um, manifesto that you just read, 
they said we are disrupting the Western nuclear family and going back to raising with a village extended family, which was an African thing. But then they have discarded the African thing, which was none of this gay. <laughs> is it Mugabe that was like? <laughs> well, I saw some Mugabe memes about about gayness and like the African. Uh, Mugabe view, don't play about, you know. You know the 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 primarily African view of homosexuality they've discarded, but then they've taken the it takes a village to raise a child sort of thing, and it's like. You, you know, you're you're picking, you're picking and 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 choosing what Even it is. with like the re- village raises a child, mm. it starts it starts with a nuclear family and people coming into that. It's it, it's not that just like everyone was living like in one big house together and then that's how things were done. So it's 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 just yeah. I I think it will always be for the world a grasping at the next best thing, whereas for us for Christians it should always be going back to perfection. Going back to God, yeah, yeah. I just think it's. I just think it's just. I don't want to be. I don't want words to be put in my mouth mm. With, mm. with with such movements. To, to to be fair, to be fair, I haven't read that. I will probably think twice next time about putting a hashtag Black Lives Matter. But still, the underlying thing, and and even they state it. You know, it's the it's the state sanctioned uh, murder of black people and it's unfortunate and and you know like i said i tend to try and read both sides of the story and then i read a lot of american conservative uh talk and yes it happens with white people as well or it happens or they'll say black on black and it's like well when a white officer kills a black a, a white person they normally face charges for it when a when a black person kills another black person that black person goes to jail however when you're white officer kills a black person he goes on paid leave like there's a discrepancy and that has to be recognized and also i have skin in the game literally in that (laughs) over here luckily they don't have guns but they profile just the same you know and i've been stopped on random stops random uh, searches you know that the statistic that proved i think was 80 percent of stopping searches were um were black males I'm part of that statistic, unfortunately. That, that ain't random. That ain't random. <laughs> you know, but it's like so. So I, I I do have skin in the game, and so I will be biased. I, I will be uh, inclined to say no, this isn't right. Um, whilst you know at the same time trying to educate myself as to what's really going on, which this is part of, I guess. Mm. Yeah, and I guess my stance is almost. Um... Not almost. My stance is um, so. As a man, I recognize. I recognize my. Um, as okay, being black, I recognize my disadvantage within society. But being a man, I recognize my privilege within my um, my society. Um, and so, there's a lot of weight, even within the African tradition. There's a lot of weight placed on men mm. so as a woman if you if you don't give birth to a son you're almost seen as having something wrong with you even though it's the it's the man who like determines the sex of the of the child but it's almost seen as you're the woman who didn't give me a son like what's wrong um in some cultures the man is has a has a right to get another wife if his wife isn't giving him any sons um 
And so it's, it's, it's a case in which, as a man, certain privileges have been afforded me, and which have meant that women have gone without, or women have been in a lesser position, just by virtue of the broken system. Again, men being at the helm should have been from the position of protection, provision, loving and caring, as we see biblically. Um, but we're broken. And so that doesn't flesh out. And so my view is almost one of, um, like, not necessarily support in as much as there is support, but recognition that we have, we have enjoyed a privilege and we have benefited to some, uh, sometimes at your expense being females. And so this, this is directly related to like biological females. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> biological feet. Um, this like this this is directly related in that scenario where it's just like yes, um, you have suffered as a result of like women historically have suffered as a result of the men around them, and it's almost looking sympathetically from the position of as black people we almost want white people to we want white people to recognize their privilege we want white people to recognize um like when we talk about reprobations and stuff like that we want them to recognize it but it's a bit hypocritical if we don't recognize the position of privilege we've been given within our community and how sometimes that position of privilege has been mishandled um and then recognize those who have suffered as a result of that mishandling of our privilege Mm. and then working to see how can we correct this Mm. Um, and so it almost then plays into the argument, all lives matter, black lives matter. It's just like, um, let's try to fix the patriarchy rather than trying to erect an all uh, female leadership or whatever. But that's almost the same argument where it's just like, why are you just fighting for the blacks when we should be fighting for equality for everyone? Why are you just fighting for the women when we should be fighting for justice and right treatment for everyone? But it's like the blacks are the oppressed of the community. And so if we say all lives matter, then black lives should matter. If we say um, like everyone should be, every individual should be held, treated equally, then women can have leadership within, within the secular context. And even like arguably within the Christian context. And this is where it starts to get political. As I was going to say, because yeah, and this is where it gets political because it's like we look at the Bible and it's like even the Bible was very much um, a patriarchal account of we predominantly have a male's um, voice within the Bible. Mm. I think so. So I think that's where I, I think that a lot of, or well, that's where I think that statement that Black Lives Matter or feminist movement which i've also heard being satanic comes from because in the bible we do see and i think it's worth recognizing like because someone is the commander of a battalion in an army that is not a bad thing he is in a position of power he's in a position of privilege but he's also in a position of burden and responsibility mm-hmm. and i think if you understand that the the grunt or the not the grunt but the 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 the, the frontline soldier understands his role and understands sometimes that he can't do the role of the commander who is looking after two or three battalions of men and and, and what that burden is on that person so i think recognizing what god has designed 
and recognizing who God is in his design is something that the Bible does for us in, in that it says, yes, the man is the head of the home. And I think Paul says, you know, the man is under Christ and the woman is under the man. And, and there's a structure in place biblically. Yeah. However, if you really look at what goes on and if you, if you look at like the story of Sarah, of, of, of Rebecca, of um, uh, Rachel, when a man is truly under God and thus treats his wife, as the, as the Bible says, as he would himself, for no one hates his, his, his body and, and stuff like that, then you really see that actually there's so much respect, there's so much love, there's yeah. so much yeah. um, reverence yeah. given to the woman. And mm-hmm. it is a privilege, like it's a privilege to be able to carry life and, and bring life into the world. Mm-hmm. I, I continually say, like, my wife giving birth was an entire experience that I saw with men as trees because I couldn't see through tears. Sitting there, watching this miracle happen, understanding that there's nothing I can do. You recognize the value, the, the, the miracle that God has placed in women. And that's recognized and respected in the Bible. And I think a true Christian should be yes. able to live that 110%. way. And that's what the feminist movement is removing because they're then like, when you say all the individuals should be equal, and I know that's not what you're saying, Mo, but that's mm. what the argument is, is no, we are all equal. Man, woman, oh no, we're not. One has two balls, one has a life-giving womb. Like, it's, it's different. It's, there's, there is a, there's a, a fundamental difference that needs mm. to be respected. Uh, Jane Elliott said something, and I saw this, um, I saw this, uh, it's from way back on an Oprah show. And she was like, we don't need a melting pot where everything gets mixed into one and everyone is the same. We need a salad bowl where I recognize the peppers and the onions and the lettuce and each has its purpose, each contributes and each is appreciated for its uniqueness. And I think that's what the Bible does and the Bible teaches us to do. But then the melting pot philosophy is what a lot of these movements, it's just the feminist movement, unfortunately, the trans movement, unfortunately, the I want to be a genderless alien from Mars movement is trying to do sort of thing. And I think, I think, um, so how many queer people do you know, Peter? Um, you don't need to get, um, like, do you actually? A few, interact? a few. Yes, a few. yes, yes, yes. A few. Like, like, okay, people that fall no, into the not LGBT. Not close, not close. Not, not like friends, friends, really super close. But I know a few. I'm cordial with a few. Yeah. Cool. How about yourself, Robert? I work in the arts. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good answer. Say no more. <laughs> and it, it's, I think that there's the, there's, so I've, I've heard of the, the narrative of one presenting female like that's 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 the way i can describe a presenting female yeah. even describe her describe them and when we get into pronouns we're just like <laughs> yeah i can't i can't do it but um that's the way that they present as a female um but they identify as i think it's queer mm. um and the the reason the rationale that they've presented is I don't want to subscribe to society's definition of what a female or a male needs to be. So, and this is trying to work against the construct of females like pink, males like blue. Females play with Barbie dolls, mandem, you play with GI Joes. Mm. Action man. 
Action Man and them we things there. And we ain't American out here. And it's like, or wrestling, like the Hulk, Triple H, all of them things there. And so it's like, she's bucking against a broken society's constraint as to what a female and a male ought to be. Mm. Um, but, and that there's the reality, and you said it beautifully, Peter, where it's just like, biblically, biblically, there is a recognition of um, the uniqueness mm. of males and females mm. and their uniqueness as being something God-given something with intentionality and purpose and something being good and something mm. being unique. Mm. And it ought to be celebrated. Women ought to be celebrated. Men ought to be celebrated. Mm. And e- either of them aren't celebrated as much as they need to be and as healthily as they should be. Mm. Um, not just, oh, you cooked a banging meal today, love. Like, not that. But it's like, yes, we appreciate when you do that. But it's, it's a case in which celebrating you as... As a, as a being, God has intentionally crafted and designed as being female mm. and like given you a unique set of abilities by virtue of you being female or mm. by virtue of you being male. That is something to be celebrated. Again, we're in a broken system. Mm. And so that celebration, that recognition, that holding of these uniquenesses doesn't happen. And even when it does, it doesn't quite happen as it should do. Mm. And so I would even argue that your view of your wife is by virtue of the Holy Spirit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But left to our own devices, <laughs> uh, yeah, just yeah. just hold hold my kids in it. You're just here to get breed you up and then just keep it moving. Yeah. And 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 that's that's what I recognise. But it's just like we are we are coming from a privileged position mm. in in our right in our relationship with God, and not everyone kind of holds that absolutely. perspective. Absolutely. And in that, I'm almost sympathizing with the human brokenness and mm. how our brokenness spills out on each other. Mm. And I'm just like, how do we hold this brokenness? And how do we, I almost see it as if I tag along and I affirm you as a person, mm. if I affirm you for, for the most part, the people that I have interacted with that um, are gender fluid, queer, gay, bi, whatever, there is some deep-rooted hurt or rejection or something that kind of lingers. And just the affirmation does a lot for them. Um, Not necessarily within within what they've chosen, but just them as people. Mm. them having the ability to walk and to interact as they want to um but i know that this has very much deviated from the manifesto um and so even in relation to the manifesto um my stance and i know that they my stance is quite liberal um it's not as conservative and stuff but yeah my stance is just that i want to I want to be a representative of Jesus's love, even to the broken. Mm. And so it's not so much that I'm coming to tear down the structures of the secular world, but I'm here to love them. Um, I'm here to love them even through their brokenness, even through my brokenness. Mm. 
and and almost being like you might not necessarily agree with my religion you might not agree with whatever but let's let's walk together mm. um so yeah i i i per- personally i disagree with um MacArthur's statement yeah um it's almost arguing that the the, the government is satanic Government isn't isn't a Christian government, so it's going to have some elements that you don't agree with. Mm. And MacArthur is the one who, when I think um, Trump and Hillary were going up for president, like on the president race, whatever it's called, he was like, "Don't look at the person; just look at the values that most align with your Christian values, mm. and just mm. vote for that." Mm. Um, and it's just like, bro, I, I hear you. I hear you on that. And it sounds it sounds good. I'm not saying vote for who you, you, you feel an affinity to and I kind of like the way Hillary talks. I want a female in, in president, this and that. But I, I don't particularly feel as though it just boils down to that. Because mm. they can talk a good game and not deliver. And mm. even in that, you need a Holy Spirit. Like you need the sermon and stuff. And, and it makes it very cold and black and white. And I don't, I don't believe that God works like that. I don't believe God just works in that black and white nature. It's just like right or wrong, do or die. Yes, there's do or die. Um, believe or go to hell. Mm. But even in that, there is a relational pursuit. In that Jesus came and died and lived the life, and like he he became flesh to live amongst us. There's a relational pursuit, and in the propagation of the gospel, he has sent people to live with people, to make disciples, to preach, mm. to live life, and so it, it's being propagated through relation. So yeah, it's it's a tricky one, but I'm for it. I'm for it. Mm. I know it's not going to be perfect. No government is perfect. No system is perfect. No person is perfect. And when imperfect people come to readdress or to reshape something that they believe is imperfect, whatever they build is going to be imperfect. Um, and as Peter said again, the pendulum is just swinging from one end to another. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Robert, you've spoken a lot. You haven't. As is the case all the time. That's fine. My 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 role in this is to facilitate conversations. Not necessarily, man. No, we want we want your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was gonna qualify it, but I thought, nah, let's not. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't feel like I have any problems with Black Lives Matter as a movement, but it's. Again, it's the whole, it's the whole like Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter thing. I think it's very nuanced in the way things are being said, mm. because in the same way, like if you say All Lives Matter, that should mean that Black Lives that that includes Black Lives that matter as well. But this is like a very specific thing, mm. and one of my concerns with such a manifesto is that we are, or it, it's saying very specific things mm. and like specific things about specific types of people and it's very easy for a 
point of view to get misconstrued, especially when there's not a chance for you to like go into depth about what you actually mean when you say you stand with this. If that makes sense at all. Mm. Yeah. But isn't that the same when you say I'm Christian? Based on the person's interaction with Christians, he might just lump you in with a whole group of people that you don't necessarily associate with. So um, when people say, when black people say I'm Christian, they're people who are like, oh, so you've been brainwashed then, yeah? Based on the people that they've interacted with. Yeah. It's, it is the same. But I think, like, as a Christian, there are certain standards I need to uphold and not be seen to condone in. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, like and I agree. Yeah. Like like I'll never say that um like you being gay or you being trans makes you any less of a person or you're a demon, you've got demons inside you. Mm. Like when you say for for, for for like me to instead of say it, it, it's not me focusing on black lives mattering, like saying that black trans lives matters. Black lives, black trans lives, or black gay lives matters. That is slightly different message. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want a stance put on me that I don't agree with. Well, it's not that I don't agree that that, that like black trans lives don't matter, but trans as a thing, as a Christian, is not something that I subscribe to hmm. um, but it's kind of like who you stand with says a lot about you as a person mm-hmm. and like I wouldn't want people to get the wrong idea not that I don't believe like the lives of marginalized people matter but yeah. I think it's, 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 it's as Mo said initially it, it, it would be easier if it was like two thirds black lives matter sort of thing it's like yeah we, there's nuance in what we agree with and what we disagree yeah. with, but yeah, no, fair enough. And like, I feel like there's, and, and like, I feel like there's more that I don't agree with than I do agree than you with. Do. <laughs> yeah, you're just fair. You're just fair. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. It's it is a tricky one. It is yeah. a really tricky one, and it's. Um, and I also think it's like it's it's like a bit unfortunate that people are being almost strong-armed or forced to have a particular type of position mm. um, yeah. or, or like the or like the whole life is like um, flipped upside down mm. and I feel like, yeah and I feel like because of that there's there's like an ingenuineness and it almost takes away from the work you're trying to do because then because then it becomes that people will say or do what they feel like they need to and, in order to be accepted yeah and then no real change happens because yeah. because people feel like they have to be silent so the really hard big conversations can't be had and so there can't be that exchange of ideas and coming to like an actual good middle ground because um like people's lively like literally livelihoods are at stake if you say or do something that is not with what how do you say like Societal consensus yeah. at the time, and like the trend is, yeah, and it's like this, this like cancelling thing mm. is not that many people, but they have the like because of social media and stuff, they can make a lot of noise and seem like they're a lot bigger than they are. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, and and um, the court of public opinion is quite strong at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I guess it, it then comes into you know whose report not not whose report so you believe but whose opinion matters more and and I guess that's what you are expressing as well in that your your the God's opinion of us and, and the 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 perception that we present knowing that we're representing Him should be more important than fitting in or or mm. being on the bandwagon but that then comes down to personal conviction which yeah. I think is what's on display here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and but I also think that as representatives of God, we are called to love people, mm. even if we are, even if we don't, um, even if we don't agree with what they're doing. I'd argue, especially when we don't agree with what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I feel like in loving a person, part of that is not walking alongside them in. I feel like sin is a strong word, but in like a lifestyle that you know that you wouldn't condone. Mm. I think Andy Minio would then make the argument that if you're not with them in areas that you wouldn't condone, how are they supposed to come over to your side? It's not my job to make them come over to to, <laughs> to, to my side. It's, just, it's your oh, job it's... to be a presence. Yeah. To be a light, to be a city on a hill for them. Yeah. But that doesn't yeah. necessarily need to mean that they are in the city. Yeah. So you have to be there all the time. Yeah. You can just be loving them from afar. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. Loving from afar. Like, like if you're yeah. with someone who's like a struggling alcoholic and like you're encouraging them, doesn't mean you have to go down to the bar with them and like, mm. like have a drink. Or like it doesn't mean to... it doesn't mean you have to, but you could go there as a as a form of accountability. It, does, it also doesn't necessarily mean that you don't. Yeah. 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 No, fair enough. Yeah. But and that's the thing, it's like, and again, if you're encouraging someone who's a uh, struggling alcoholic, but you used to be an alcoholic yourself. Be careful, you see that careful. you do not fall. Yeah. And so that, there, there's like, again, there's nuances within this. And there is. And, yeah. and this, this, is, this is another um, challenge where it's just like, even in shouting Black Life Matters, that also includes the, the queers, the gays. It's like, it includes, it does. It, it includes all of them. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it makes it, I think with it, within this, I am, I'm very liberal. Um, I've moved away from my conservative roots, especially when it comes to people and the way that they've chosen to live their lives. Um, cause I very much see it as God can bring about transformation in any which way that he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not like G and this, this is an example that is used a lot where it's like, oh, Jesus ate with sinners. He ate with tax collectors, blah, blah, blah. And it's almost like a cop out. It, it can be seen sometimes as a cop out. So you just be like, oh, so what? You're just going to do whatever you want to do because Jesus ate with sinners. Yeah. Um, but the reality stands where it's just like, not everyone who walked with Jesus actually became a Christian. Shout out yeah. to Judas. Not mm. everyone who was in a circle actually believed. Some people just came to enjoy and benefit from the blessings, yeah. the white blessings. Um, Relax, <laughs> obviously, obviously Jesus was white and that, so they came for the white blessings too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 
that's that for me that for me that's a real reminder where it's just like um just like Jesus actively went into the, these spaces um and then as much as he spoke openly and stuff like that the religious were still like in you being there you are condoning their behavior but he's like that's what you think that's not mm. what's actually going on there was also the fruit of the fact that those ones that he would go to, the tax collectors he would go and eat at their house, I think, was it Zacharias or Zacchaeus? Yeah, right. um, yeah, you know, okay. there was fruit from from those yeah. interactions. You know, there was change. But, yeah, yeah. No. So that's what I'm just like, for me, it's all, it's all about relationships. And I, I, I truly believe that in, in um, pursuing the right sort of relationships with individuals. I'm not even going to say with these people, but with individuals, um, transformation happens. Transformation within yourself and transformation within them. It may not look the way that you expect it to look, but I do believe that transformation happens. Yeah, that's good. Mm. I think that'll be a nice place to round off. I was going to get into a whole different conversation, but that can wait for another day. <laughs> cool. And actually, it might be better if we do wait a week because more relationships will probably come out. About it. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Hookups? <laughs> yes. Oh. You need it. Bad diseases. Can I go first with hookups? You yeah, can, Peter. All right. So, hookups. I've got two, unfortunately. No, you can only have one. They're both movies. <laughs> right, I've got one hookup. They are movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the one is um, Hamilton, and it's a bit of a re-hookup because I, I I mentioned the Hamilton soundtrack way back, and now people are jumping on the bandwagon. Um, so I want to want to remind you guys that I was there first. Um, yes. But it's now on Disney Plus. It's now on Disney Plus. So there was a recording of the stage play with the original actors. Now on Disney Plus. That is sick. Get it by any means necessary. <laughs> I give me your login details then. That's what I said by any means necessary. <laughs> you got somebody else's login deals. All I said is by any means necessary. Um, it's because of second, people like you, yeah, that Netflix relax. is saying they're starting to do a trace and track. <laughs> There's people using my Netflix. Actually, it's not my Netflix details because, you know, you've got multiple screens. But, you know, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's not incriminate ourselves. Um, the other one is the old guard uh, with on Netflix. I gave one on Disney Plus, one on Netflix. Uh, old Guard is actually quite sick. That's quite good. The Old Guard. The Old Guard, yeah. And what's, yeah. And what's that one about? That one is about a group of immortal soldiers um, and just their shenanigans. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's actually quite good. It's got Charlize Theron in there and uh, and Chirilta Ewijual or something. The guy, the bad guy from. <laughs> Bro. The bad guy from. You just mentioned the person's name, like the white lecturers mentioned African names in uni. Look, it's a Nigerian name. I'm sorry. It's the guy from um, Doctor Strange, the, the black um, antagonist by the end of, from Doctor Strange. Of course, yeah. the black man was the antagonist. He, he's good in this one, kind of. Hey, do you know what? Rough. Yeah, do, do you know what? Like, struck me today. So I saw a clip from Aladdin today, yeah. And I remembered that at the end, Aladdin gives the genie freedom. But obviously, in the film, 
Will Smith was the Aladdin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because Aladdin was also Asian, a uh, Persian. Relax. Relax. You know what? I just I saw the thing here, and I'm just like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing chains and shackles falling off. I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. What's going on here? Robin Williams was given freedom as well when he was uh, the genie, man. God, different kind of freedom, though. Fam. <laughs> Freedom hits a bit differently when you're when you're black. <laughs> you know, you know, like that. You can see the tears and you can see the tears in Will Smith's eyes. Just we've been seeing tears in Will Smith's eyes for a different reason now. But hey, let's uh, no way, we, no way, we'll, 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 we'll get onto that another week. Them entanglements. Once I said them entanglements. Do you know what? Yeah. Hey, I saw this 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 picture on Facebook. I had me in bits. They were like, oh, how? Um, Christian's talking about um, Jada's entanglements. Like, when was the last time you entangled with the love of God? I was like, why, why, why do we need to do this? Oh, we get right. Some people have. Okay. Right. Uh, do you want to go next, Moses? You can go. Okay, so my hookup is a HBO show called A Black Lady Sketch Show. Okay. Um, yeah, so like, it's a sketch show um, um, created by and it's predominantly black women um, doing like little sketches and stuff, and it's really good, really hilarious. Executive produced by Issa Rae, um, and yeah, it's really good. Really so, is she is she gay? Issa Rae. Yeah. I don't know. The, no, I, I was just I was just going to say then you're supporting, thing. but no, 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 sir. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a random unnecessary That's dick, but hey, yeah, let's go. But you know, Sheldon was my favorite person in Big Bang Theory, and he's gay. No, Sheldon's not gay. The actor was gay. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the actor. Okay, okay, cool. I'm surprised they never had like one of them be gay in the show. You know, I feel like that would have been very fitting for. They, they, they weren't. Shows. They weren't gay woke at the time. Um, you know what? Um, speaking about that, um. I know people were, 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 were like dragging friends because of like the all white cast, but they were actually like a, like ahead of the times when like it came to some of this stuff. Cause like you had Ross who was who had a gay wife <laughs> and um, who was co-parenting with like another woman. And people don't give friends. Hey, for real, you know. People don't give friends to Jew. And Ross was dating all the the, um, the ethnicities. He had he had the black girlfriend, the Chinese girlfriend. But he still ended up with the white girl. Of course. Of course. Okay, so my hookup. Um, bringing it back to Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God. Mm. Is Shailin. A track from Shailin. Um, just, it's one of his like old, old albums. Um, the Atonement. Listen to the whole album. The whole album's dope. The Atonement. Um, but this particular track is Where You There. It's good where you're there, but the whole album is dope. Um, so that's that's my hookup. Cool, 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 cool. All right, then, um, I guess we're done. Yes, Guys, right. Tell us what you thought about what we talked about. Um, tell us if you support um, BLM and tell us what parts you, you agree with and what parts you don't agree with. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but yeah, let's round up. Let's round. Up. It's really hot today, bro. It feels, bro. feels really sticky. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sticky, yicky, yicky.
Nah, cold showers are just not are, are not the one to be honest. Cold showers are buff. Nah, bro. Need that heat. Say, I couldn't even say buff with conviction. It's such you a stupid word. You couldn't. Buff is a word that should end, should ever ever leave your mouth, Peter. Yeah, I apologize. There, there, there are certain words that you, Peter, should never say. I apologize for violating my mouth and you guys' ears with that mm. word. Anyway, I'm about to read the intro out to music. Oh. Time to turn up for the ordinary amazing logo. You can find us at Twitter at Defense UK. You can email us at tbsfriends.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash blacks with no apostrophe on all good podcast websites and apps, including Spotify and iTunes. Blacks with no apostrophe. We're on Instagram. Most been killing it with the with the visuals. For real. Small, small, man. Small, small. Um, Thank you. T- TBS Furnace? Yes, TBS Furnace. Yeah, like, share, and subscribe. The ting. You don't know the done now. And cool. I guess this is the Blacks. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. One second, one second, one second. What's the date today? 12th, 12th of June. 12th. Yeah. Mm. Are we on oh, July? 12th of July. My gosh. Okay, cool. Um, Guys, just so you know, two weeks' time, we're having... The last of our verses, our, our poetry verses, Peter hey. versus Moses. I'll be subscribing as a judge, jury, and executioner. Wait, but do we need a definitive thing from uh, our one? What do you mean? Because ours was a draw, wasn't it? Because Mo got oh, comfortable yeah. on the fence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you <laughs> might, you yeah. Don't might have to swing. You don't have to swing it out. You don't have to swing it out still. But yeah, no, we, we do have a. Uh, more and uh, myself, some Two older than you. That should be good. That should be good. Um, but yeah, I think I rambled on enough. So I guess this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah! Hadouken! <laughs>